When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Arkansas singer-songwriters Justin Patterson and Laura Lynn Danley formed the folk Americana duo Tenpenny Gypsy in 2016. In 2018, they received nominations for the Arkansas CMA's Album of the Year, Americana Artist of the Year, and Vocal Group of the Year. They join me for this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about their career and their new single, River and Me. All right, on the call with me today is Justin Patterson and Laura Lynn Danley, uh, better known as Ten Penny Gypsy. Welcome, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. It's great to be with you again. Yeah, Greg, good to talk to you. Yeah, we were we were chatting offline, and I think it's been uh, almost three years maybe since we've actually got to do this, so it's good to... It's good to catch up. There's been uh, so much stuff that's happened in the last two and a half to three years. Yeah. Um, but you guys yeah. have got some good stuff going on, obviously, with your music. Um, uh, so let's just back up just just a bit for those that uh, didn't get to listen to our, our first uh, interview a couple years ago. You guys are in Little Rock, is that yeah. right? We are, yes. Little Rock, Arkansas. And yep. b- both had solo careers and then found your way to each other around 2016. Is that right? That is correct. We met at a songwriter festival in Hot Springs, Arkansas. We were both kind of had our own separate solo things going on and didn't know each other. And all sorts of things happened at this songwriter festival. And we ended up basically behind a behind the same microphone singing harmony for another friend together and it just kind of clicked from there and then we started writing and performing together not long after that we actually met in 2009 oh yeah, wow a okay long time. okay yeah. so you, you guys actually yeah. had the opportunity to play music together before you formed uh ten penny gypsy then Yes, as individual songwriters, we were obviously both already sharing our our music with the world. And when we met, we started adding our harmonies to one another's music. And in 2016, we decided to start working on our first album. Do you guys still do any solo uh, gigs at all, individually? You know, you would think. (laughs) You'd think that we would, 
we uh, we don't really. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually going to, to be a featured artist at a 34th anniversary for a, a poetry night tonight in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And even, even that we're going to go do as a duo. So I think sometimes if one of us is out of town, you know, because we both kind of travel a lot. And <clears throat> sometimes if one of us is away for something and there's a show that one of us can, you know, kind of, kind of, uh, kind of handle just solo, we mm-hmm. still do that, but we don't go out and actively book solo gigs sure. very much. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we like the sound that we created together. You well, know, that's, like, a, that's a nice segue into my next question. You, you guys ha- had your own unique thing going when you were, were solo, and, and now it's you're kind of in that Americana camp, and, and it's a big umbrella, but you guys fit very nicely in that. Was that um, sound intentional, or did it just – is that what you got when you brought your music together? Oh, I think it was just kind of a natural, organic thing, basically, mm-hmm. because – you know, our uh, our our influences, who we listened to growing up. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of the '70s singer songwriters, the the uh, James Taylors and the Jackson Browns and the mm-hmm. Gordon Lightfoots, and that kind of really affected the way I songwrite and the way that I accompany my songs on the guitar. Okay, and you know, Laura had a separate set of influences. Yeah, I like to say, um, and I'm not the one, this isn't my quote, but they say if uh, if Gordon Lightfoot and James Taylor had a love child, that would be Justin Patterson. <laughs> I think that was an interesting quote. And then you throw in maybe Karen Carpenter and Joni Mitchell, yeah. you know, as well as maybe my gospel, you know, beginnings. And, um, yeah, somehow it just, like you said, organically became this Americana sound. Yeah, yeah and it was kind of, you know, especially our first two albums, especially our first one. It was a very hard sound to kind of uh, to categorize, uh-huh. and uh, we've been very, very fortunate to be recognized by the Arkansas Country Music Association, the the Arkansas Country Music Awards, with with seven nominations since twenty eighteen. Now eight, as of yesterday. Yeah. Oh well, congratulations! <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But it was interesting that they found a place at the table because we're we're very far from very far from country uh, as far as pure country. So, uh, like you said, I guess Americana, the umbrella, kind of kind of catches a lot of things. And uh, but I do think our sound is is very unique and it has served us well. Definitely both storytellers, so I'm not surprised we got sure. invited tonight to celebrate with the poets. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, well, it, it seems like country as 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 a category has sort of uh, <clears throat> lost its identity. I'm not sure if that's the right way to, to say it or not. Um, but the sure. the Americana scene and bluegrass and folk and and the 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 different experimental kinds of folk and Americana music all seem to be resonating lately, uh, even more so than it used to with um, with a larger group of people. And I, I think country music kind of has been forced to recognize that, um, you know, I mean, Bonnie Raitt winning a Grammy, uh, you know, it, it, I think to me says that Americana artists uh, are finding a footing uh, in the mainstream music. So uh, I, I'm glad that uh, the Arkansas Country Music uh, Awards recognized you guys as, as fitting into that category. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree agree with you more i mean the 
the traditional country or the country scene as we know it is pretty fractured. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's almost like, you know, there's a lot of uh, bailout to the Americana category. You know, sure. it's, it, it's, 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 it's absorbing a lot of people like the Willie Nelsons and the, uh, and the Brandy Carlisle's right. and the Bonnie Ray. <laughs> and uh, boy, that song was a tremendous song. I was so happy when I was so surprised like everybody else when she won the Grammy for it. But what, I mean, who doesn't tear up about three quarters of the way through that song? Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful song. Just brilliantly written. Was, was songwriting for the two of you, is, is that always been kind of front and center? Did, were you guys ever cover artists or were you always writing your own material? I think that's kind of unique for us. Um, I mean, Justin started a lot younger than I did, and he was in a cover band at some point. I'll let him speak to that. But I, I started writing when I was 36 years old. I was actually a hospice social worker, and wow. there was a woman my age dying from breast cancer, and it it, it actually sparked a very upbeat uh, song, but I've been writing ever since. Hmm. So we, I love the fact that we get to do our own music. Yeah. Not everybody's doing it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I started. Awesome. I started. Like Laura said, I was. I was very young when I started playing guitar, and you know, my 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 parents were amazed that when I was five years old, you know, I was, I was, I was lip syncing to old old Merle Haggard and Glenn Campbell records to the mirror. <laughs> That's cool. So they decided to get me my first guitar, and of course, I went through the standard lessons and. Um, you know, the church choirs and things like that. But, but when I was like late junior high, early high school, when I first heard James Taylor, uh, it changed everything that I thought about mm-hmm. playing guitar. And uh, it really affected me. And I knew I wanted to write songs at that point because I knew that everything he was saying was moving me so much that it was just a powerful thing. And so, uh, so, so my songwriting came long before the cover band stage. You know, I think, I think playing cover songs for songwriters is just a, 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 a bad necessity sometimes because Mm -hmm. that's, that's, you know, that's how you have to keep your gigs when you're coming up. I mean, people, sometimes they don't want to hear those original songs. They want to hear those covers. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, it's always kind of neat to hear a band bring their own interpretation to a, a classic song. You know, it just kind of pops yeah. up in the middle or towards the end of a set. You know, it just seems to kind of be the icing yeah. on the cake, you know, almost a, an honoring those that, that created music before you did kind of thing. Yeah, oh, absolutely. yeah, and that's a great point because, you know, as 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 songwriters, I may go off on a tangent here, but it's like, we always think that we're being so <laughs> unique and we're so original with what we say and what we write. But the bottom line is, is that it is all just a conglomeration of things that we've heard in our life that is packed back there in our brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a new way, our own unique way to say the same thing, huh? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't know how you write a broken heart love song at 16, Justin, you know? Well, that's because I was listening to, to you know, the James Taylors and people like that. And sure. so, yeah, it's I've always been very, very interested in the dichotomy between an original thought and what is, you know, just stored from what has come before, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. 
I, I don't remember if we if I asked you this the first time that we talked, um, but maybe things have changed. Have you guys been able to do this as a full time career? And, and if so, how did the pandemic affect it? And if so, are you back to it as a full time pursuit? I'd be curious um, what would have happened pre-pandemic because we were really starting to pick up our pace. Mm-hmm. You know, we were about to release our sophomore album mm-hmm. and would have been released early in 2020. And obviously we had to postpone the release of that. We had a whole tour lined out, obviously, to tour and share that music. And that didn't happen. Mm. So we had to move to a virtual platform and mm-hmm. kind of regroup. And uh, yeah. And we were very fortunate um to have other means of income, mm-hmm. uh, especially during that time, you know, because we were able to really operate freely when there was a lot of people that, that didn't want to leave their house, didn't have the money to leave their house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were able to promote an album during that time. And we were so blessed. Yeah. And so we still have other means of income because it sure is a nice thing to fall back on. Um, and I don't think the whole scene is cranked fully back up Mm-mm. yet. Some no. people say I agree. it is, Mm-mm. but, um, I do feel grateful now that you mentioned that Justin, that we had those other sources of income because we saw some of our brothers and sisters struggling sure. that did it full time, that that was the only income they relied mm-hmm. on. And yeah. uh, a lot of those have bands have struggled to make it back to a full time effort again, too. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's sad to see that go that way. Yeah, so we're just kind of playing playing that by ear, you mm-hmm, know. I mean, mm-hmm. if it, it, it becomes evident that we need to uh, to uh, go at this a little harder, so to speak, uh, then we're prepared to do that for sure. You mean play harder, right? Play Is that harder. What you mean? Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so you you guys have released two albums, and um, and we talked about the the. Um, the nominations from the Arkansas Country Music Association, and and also you, I think, received either nominations or or awards uh, in the video category, right? Is that correct? Well, we've gotten some some attention internationally. I know that we've won some film festivals for short form music videos, okay. and that's that's just really really cool. Um, because, you know, videos are so fun to do, mm-hmm. and uh, it's always neat to go into them sometimes. You don't know what the interpretation from a video standpoint is really going to be of your song. Right. Um, but, so, yeah, and I mean, today, video video is a necessity. It has been for some time now. Right. It's probably the primary means of the way people listen to music sometimes. So, uh, to get that kind of recognition, uh, both here and overseas has been has been very cool and i love to express myself that way and and justin's learning to love it yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. laura's laura's a little bit more uh she's a little bit more outgoing towards the public than i am i'm more of the behind the scenes uh detail oriented guy but Mm. you know you've got to smile on and you've got to act the part when you're when you're doing these videos yeah i'm at home in front of a you're having to learn that a little bit, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, it's it's a nice, uh, it's a nice uh, um, additive to an, another way to express your music, which is fun. Absolutely. So you guys have a new single, or, or fairly new. It's been out for a little while, I guess, right? River yeah. and Me. Yeah, just actually came out in January. Okay. Yeah. So not real long. No. 
And yeah, that's it's. I'm that, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, is, is that is that part of an upcoming new album, or is it something from one of your earlier albums? Well, it's it's got a very a very interesting story to it because um, that song is actually an outtake from the Fugitive Heart sessions. Hmm, okay, and it was recorded in a kind of a different way. You know, we've used Anthony Crawford, who's fantastic. Just, just a fantastic producer that did our first two albums. And, uh, it was a song that our guitarist buddy case had started. I'll let Laura talk about how the song formed, but we recorded it in a little bit different way in that it was more of a live take as opposed to, to laying over tracks. And it just didn't sound like anything else that we put on Fugitive Heart, so we left it off the album. Mm. But the song has been so popular with our fans, uh, you know, uh, concerts, things like that. It was requested so much that we knew we wanted to do something with this track. And what a great way then to dress it up in a video. Mm-hmm. And it had this old-timey sound to it, and our videographer helped cultivate that old-timey look and sound. And it just turned out great. Yeah, I think we need to really pause right here and honor Buddy Case. Um, when we released our debut album, um, it was just this little, this sweetheart duo. I won't say little, sweetheart duo with that support from Anthony, like Justin mentioned. Mm-hmm. And Buddy heard our music and wanted to join with us. And um, he was very welcome because he helped us bring that full sound sure. to our live yeah. show. And uh, so he's been he had been playing with us and he brought us this this idea for the river and me. He was living, you know, near some water at the time, as I was living on the the levee, literally on the levee. Well, not literally on the levee, a few feet from the levee Mm -hmm. of the Arkansas River. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's our first co-write together, the three of us. Okay. Buddy's had some health issues in the last. He was uh, guitar player of the year in 2021 awarded in june that year and he had a stroke in oh, august and mm, he's really sorry. struggling to find his way back yeah wow yeah so it adds some extra special meaning to this song for sure well it does and you know it gave us a chance you know we don't know if we'll ever be able to re-record it to answer your question i don't believe that it is going to be on our third album which we do have plans for very soon by the way mm-hmm. so we wanted to do it to kind of honor Buddy and, and, and the great song that he 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 helped start with us. And um, so that's kind of the way we kind of killed, killed two birds with one stone. We got a great song out there. We, we had an opportunity to have Buddy be a part of it, which his health has really been bad. Mm. And uh, we were able to get him down to the river for the video. And, uh, you know, he's he's the guy with the pipe. Mm, you know right, he's, yeah he's yeah he's old man river yeah and cool. uh so yeah he really really enjoyed taking part in that you mentioned uh the a third album what what are your what what plans are in the works for that did you all write specifically for the next album or are these songs that you've pulled from your catalog well, I believe that is probably going to be the majority is going to be fairly new and being new. I mean, over the last year and a half or two mm-hmm. years or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, it's just been kind of a, col- you know, collecting the songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that we're writing anything specific 
we're just kind of uh, kind of putting them in the vat, so to speak, as they come along. Mm-hmm. We have a pretty catalog, so we will pull a few from that, like he said. But, I mean, we're just songwriters at heart, and I don't think either one of us can help but continue to write. And so, uh, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, Justin's both one of my favorite songwriters, and I think he's prolific. So the music just continues to pour from him. Now, I started playing the ukulele, and so mine have, mine have gone to toward the ukulele and just this playful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe some <laughs> like children's songs might be in the future. And right, right. That's just cool. Yeah. Lighthearted. Yeah. I think, uh, Greg, probably with this next album, I think it's going to be more, you know, we've, we've always gone – to, to Anthony Crawford with a specific plan in mind. These are going to be the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think this may be more, we've got quite a collection. This may be more of just going down there and getting everything we can down and then kind of sorting through it. So okay. the, uh, the the way this album sounds and, and its themes and things like that are probably yet to be determined. Are you saying you're going to let this be a mystery, Justin? Well, I'll I'll fight it, but it it, it it may just turn out to be that way. <laughs> the man with the plan is gonna, you know, make some room for for the mystery to unfold. Do yeah. you do you have a projected date in mind when you'd like to see this uh, come out? Uh, I think it will probably be uh, fall to winter of this year okay. at, the, at at the soonest. I would think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what's the what's the spring and summer and fall schedule look like for you guys as far as playing out any sort of tour will you leave out of the arkansas your 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 neighborhood so to speak much do you do you get out into other states do do you have a a plan for this year well i i think we're just going to be fairly regional right now Mm -hmm. um and you know, it, the scene in, in, in Arkansas specifically is really starting to come to life. You know, we mentioned that it's not fully formed again mm-hmm. yet, but mm-hmm. still, uh, we are making some contacts around here. Uh, you know, uh, Memphis is not very far away from here. Mm. That's always a good spot. Mm-hmm. So I don't think anything on a national scope, but I know that we will be uh, be playing on a regional we did get some sure. international invitations off of this, you know, song when it came That's out. Cool. So it'd be yeah. fun, to, fun to do that. Well, it's not a plan yet, but something we both think of. Right. And yeah. Greg, I'm hoping to, or planning to release a book this year, a handbook of healing with Mayan mantras and okay. sound healing. So I'm going to Mexico in a few weeks and going to be working on that as well. So oh, that'll be a bit fun. of international travel. Yeah. 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 Cool. So if if people want to want to dial in with you guys and what you got going on and and your earlier stuff and and get on a list somewhere to anticipate the new music, what's how do you guys like to communicate with your with your fans? I think just send them to www.tenpennygypsy.com. We've gotten so many compliments on our website. You know, so many websites today just have the front. You know, the only thing you can really access is what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, very easy to navigate where you can see everything. You can see... Steeped in history, too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everything that we've done, uh, uh, you know, whether it be, you know, like like, like interviews mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, it's all readily accessible, very easy to move around. So 
that's where we send people if they want to find out about Tim Kenny Gypsy. And of course, they can find us, you know, uh, Instagram and Twitter, and we have personal Facebook pages as well as a Tim Kenny Gypsy Facebook page. We always say, please do go find these, you know, social media yeah, sites and yeah. like us, be our friend. We want to be your friend, so <laughs> you know, find that. Yeah, you that's know? awesome. Uh, well, thank you guys. It's so good to catch back up and um, and hear what's going on. And I, I'll look forward to the new stuff. And, and in the meantime, we'll enjoy the, the video, River Me, and uh, wish you the best with all of it. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it, Greg, for everything you've done uh, in the past and right now to support us. And uh, hopefully we can uh, we can talk again maybe when our next project comes out. I would love to. And I want to invite you to cheer us on as uh, we hopefully go for the win this year with our songwriter showcase we uh, created in 2017 is up for an Arkansas Country Music Award we found out yesterday. Very cool. You can vote for that very soon and uh, we hope for that win this year. So. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting because we've been uh, nominated seven times in performing categories and the one nomination we got this year was for publication blog podcast of the year with this online showcase we've been doing as laura said wow. so we're very honored by that just interesting that it's in a non-performing ca- <laughs> non-performing category we may have to uh, reassess what we're doing well, yeah. well it's because we have to show virtual in 2020 <laughs> right, right right taking it virtual creating yeah. that podcast we, we perform live every month on that podcast. Yeah, you know, that's but, yeah. awesome. Well, keep us in the loop on that. I, I, I sure hope you win, well, and and we want to know about it if you do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Great. Thank you guys. Have, have a great day. Thank you very much. You too. Bye you for too. now. Bye bye. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at americanarhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.